Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, uh, Steve Garcia, a.k.a. Pelon. You're tuned in to another episode of Chillcast. And uh, today, I just wanted to talk a little bit about, um, you know, the the, um, the 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 finance, the money that's involved uh, with, um, you know, this border wall. I hear a lot of times, um, you know, people on both sides, right? I like to hear... Uh, Trump talking about people on both sides, right? That's your boy Trump. People are good on both sides. But look, y'all live in the same world I do. Y'all talk to basically the same uh, Republicans or the same people on the right. And uh, we get it, man. Uh, Racism is very, um, it sounds the same. Um, The denial of racism sounds the same. Uh, The rhetoric of the racists sound the same. They continue to say they're not racist. They continue to say I have many black friends. They continue to say uh, there are very fine people on both sides. They continue to say that um, I don't care if you're black, yellow, red, white, purple. I don't care what color you are. Uh, They continue to say that, you know, I'm not a racist. They continue to say, um, you know, I've had a black girlfriend or I've had a black uh, friend or something like that, you know, and, um, you know, it shows up in the way that you vote. It shows up in the way that, you know, you uh, continually want, uh, you know, uh, minorities out of your neighborhood. It continues to show up in uh, the way that, uh, you know, all the good jobs, all the benefits, all the um, positions of power, all the movies, um, all the actors, um, all the people in the commercials, um, all the people that... Um, it's just, it's, it's, it's like the country has no guilt, uh, you know, for even doing what they've done uh, to Native Americans, to African Americans, to Black Americans. I mean, have they ever said that they're sorry? Um, have they ever uh, admitted uh, wrong? Um, have they ever um, acknowledged any of the uh, treaties uh, that, you know, they went back on or lied about? Have they done any of those things? Mm. You know, those are questions to just ask, okay? Because um, I think in the world that we live in today, you know, it's just, you know, the powers that be or the powers that control um, are going to obviously always try and squash the voice. Look at what happened to Martin Luther King. Look at what happened to Malcolm X. Look at what happened to the Black Panther movement. Look at what happened to the Chicano movement in the end. Look at what happened to, um, you know, um, the AIM movement. Look at what happened to Peltier. Look at what happened to all of these guys that went to prison uh, for doing the right thing. Look at the water protesters. Look at the pipeline protesters. Look at the protesters that are out there giving a damn about the future and only going against the big corporations and the politicians that support the big corporations. You know, look at that. Look at that and ask yourself. Who, who are they really protecting? Are they protecting the people? Are they protecting the future? Are they protecting us? They can, they can, they can make sure that, uh, you know, the oil doesn't go into their communities. They can make sure that the crime doesn't get into their communities. They can make sure that the dirty water is only in Flint, Michigan or uh, Indian reservations or, uh, you know, communities that are non 
white. And, um, you know, I just had to preface some of that with uh, an article I'm about to read uh, just because this uh, particular article uh, points out that it's expensive. Um, it's, it's very, very, very expensive to um, do these things like cage up children. <clears throat> I hear so many times. Uh, the Republicans or um, let's just say, uh, I guess they want to call themselves conservatives. Um, they say that they have values that um, I don't know what kind of values those are, but they like to point out that they have values. And, um, you know, every time that um, I've thought about like what morals and ethics are, they're uh, in complete defiance of what I have seen from this particular uh, president. I mean, if you're talking about values. And um, another one of their, uh, um, um, I think things that I hear them talk about a lot is, you know, I don't want to have to pay for their, uh, you know, them coming over here, they're going to be on welfare. They're going to, you know, they're going to cause, you know, me to have to pay for their, uh, you know, uh, sustenance of living here. Uh, you know, they're just going to ruin the country or they're going to get on welfare or they're going to get on this. They're going to get, you know, that is such a bullshit theory. That is such a bold face lie. I mean, when you look at every single immigrant that's ever come to the United States in the past, history will show you that every single one of those populations has somehow, some way pulled themselves up out of their um, predicaments or pulled themselves up by their bootstraps. Uh, so to speak, you know, and they started at the bottom doing it, no matter if they had to do it, washing dishes, mowing your lawn, picking the fruit, cutting your yard, uh, you know, putting their kids through college, you know, doing all these things. You'll notice that it has been done time and time and time again. And I think that that's a beautiful story, especially when you look at what uh, Mexican-Americans or Chicanos have done, uh, you know, here in the course of Time. Time. You look at the past. Let's just let's just round off and say 100 years. You know, you can go back further than that. But if you look at all the things that the Chicanos and the Mexican-Americans have done over the past, really, 150 years. You know, here in the United States, which... You know, if you go back even further than that, you know, um, you know, we're talking about when Mexico, uh, you know, in the United States, you know, had different borders, um, you know, so, you know, well, let's just say this. The Mexicans have always been here, you know, and there's always been a, um, a, a struggle for equality and there's always been a uh, desire uh, to want to be a part of the uh, fabric of the community. And um, that's kind of why I'm here is because it's, it's, it's more expensive 
uh, to cage up people. It's it, 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 it's it's disgusting that people do that for profit to just make themselves look good because now all we're doing is we're just treating humans like animals, uh, and we're doing it for we're we're doing it for profit, and uh, you know it, it, it comes with a lot of lies um, attached to it, you know. That only puts money in the pockets of these corporations or these white families uh, that benefit off uh, this capitalistic stock market, NASDAQ, New York Stock Exchange, uh, the people that are connected, the people that are daughters, sons, uh, the people that are already um, investing into these uh, corporations are not going to stop because they see uh, people as a color. They see people as a threat. They see people um, as not being able to, um, support themselves. I mean, really, when you look at, um, all the jobs and all the incomes and all the industries that, uh, you know, bringing over, uh, you know, all those people would bring, um, it would actually give the economy a boost. It would actually give the economy a new form of revenue. A big chunk of our GDP, uh, would be, um, proliferated. Uh, you know, igniting. Um, it'd almost be like putting another plant, a huge plant, a huge tree uh, into the Americas. But instead, you know, we rather cage it. Uh, so, you know, what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about this article. Um, you know, this article was put out by CNBC. Um, you know, uh, it was put out by a uh, Kevin uh, Bruininger. I think that's how you uh, pronounce his name. Kevin Brenninger. And Tucker Higgins, uh, these guys uh, put this article out um, some time ago. Um, it was back in uh, June the 20th of 2018. Uh, so it is an old article. However, um, it's relative all the same because the key points are that it reportedly cost back then $775 per person per night. To keep the newly separated children of families who cross the U.S. border illegally in tent cities. Now think about that for a second. If it costs $775 every day to separate a child from their family illegally. I mean, number one, you're already doing something that I would find morally, ethically wrong. You know, there's no values in that, even if you're... uh, 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 an atheist, but if you're a Christian, that's even worse. Um, because I know that those are not Christian values, so I don't know where the conservatives get this value thing. Um, and uh, being again, be, be, being pro um, detention centers or pro uh, putting children, uh, you know, in these predicaments, cages, and stuff. Um, the next point is the per person cost. At certain detention centers that would keep families together, listen to this, would only be $298 per night, according to the agency estimate from 2014, NBC reported. So it's actually less, you save more than half the amount of money. If you kept the, the, the families together, if you didn't, you know, separate them, it would be cheaper to do that. 
That's sad, man. They'd rather spend more money caging us like animals separately than to at least keep them as a family. Not to mention that if you could put all that money in caging people, why can't you put it in the infrastructure to build communities, build education, build, uh, you know, reform programs for people that are incarcerated or people that want to come over here and uh, fuel the economy of the nation? You know, why? Why wouldn't you be able to put that money? You know, I mean, hell, we we can't even find jobs that'll pay that amount of money. I mean, if you're making $700 a day, $775, you know, I mean, at the end of the week, what, what, you know, 800, what is that? 800 times five days? Golly, it's like four grand a week. I mean, that's almost like a $200,000 income. You know, why can't people make $50,000 a year on average then? You know, these, I'm telling you, man, this system is set up against minorities. It really, really is. When you look at these kind of numbers and you try to, you know, find out like, is there an economical benefit for us to uh, be doing this? No, there's not. Um, All it does is it puts the money in the pockets of these greedy ass people that want to do the wrong, wrong, uh, morally wrong, ethically wrong um, decisions. You know, the values are not there and uh, people don't read. People don't look at the fine print. People don't read the articles. This was in CNBC. And it also uh, makes another key point of uh, the Trump administration plans to spend almost a billion dollars to detain and house children in the year 2018 fiscal year, according to the Health and Human Services data reviewed by Bloomberg. A billion dollars in 2018. So that means in the year 2018 and the 2019, uh, you know, we spent about a billion dollars uh, you know, both of those two years. I think, uh, you know, the cost of um, debt in the country has risen, uh, you know, in, you know, the trillions since, uh, you know, uh, Trump has been in office. And, um, you know, when we're looking at, you know, the billions of dollars to de- detain the children and we can't even, uh, you know, do anything about it or save half of the money just by putting uh, the families with them, uh, you know, actually puts them in more harm's way of um, ruining the world, really. I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to make another drug dealer? You're going to make another murderer? You're going to make another prostitute? You're making another person that could have uh, benefited the community as a doctor, a lawyer, a person that was of service, a person that wanted to live a good life, a person that had a family, a person that could have taught other kids to be good people. You're taking that out of the communities and, uh, you know, you're uh, fueling, uh, you know, more uh, problems out there in Mexico or Central America, or wherever they're going to be dropped off, uh, you know, without an education or without any opportunities, you know. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. And then we, cre- we, we we create these problems and we think that, you know, hey, uh, Mexico is a bad place because it's got all these crime elements. Well, you know, we're a big part of that profiteering uh, in, uh, you know, developing um, that element in the world. Rape, 
as an industry. Prostitution as an industry. Drugs as an industry. Mafiosos, gang leaders, teaching them that's the only way they're going to be taught is through their life of crime. It shows a picture of uh, this place called Casa Padre, an immigrant shelter for unaccompanied minors in Brownsville, Texas, U.S. Are seen in this photo. They're in a photo um, taken by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and. Uh, June of uh, 2018 and a bunch of young teenage kids that are just being held for $775 per person $775 per person per night to keep the newly separated children of families who cross the U.S. border illegally into the tent cities NBC News reported Wednesday cities um This is coming from a health and human service official. Those are the costs. It's more than twice as much as it would cost to keep the children with their families. Again, it it continues to say. uh, $298 if they, uh, you know, kept them as a family. Anyways, the HHS official and several former officials told NBC that the high costs come from the need to immediately supply the newly constructed tents with air conditioning as well as medical workers and other employees. The official told NBC that HHS is aggressively looking for potential sites to build more tent cities that have been built specifically to house migrant children along the U.S. southern border. HHS did not immediately respond to CNBC's request for comment or confirmation. The Justice Department declined to comment in response to CNBC's request for information about the research it informed Attorney General Jeff Sessions' April decisions to issue a zero-tolerance directive towards prosecuting migrants illegally crossing the U.S. border. More than 2,000 migrant children have been separated from their families as a result of that policy. That number is expected to grow more quickly as the government allocates more resources towards dealing with the immigrants and the Trump administration plans to spend almost a billion dollars to detain and house children in the 2018 fiscal year. According to Health and Human Services data reviewed by Bloomberg, almost half of that funding will go to a single Texas nonprofit, Bloomberg said that nonprofit Southwest Key programs will reportedly be paid $458 million in 2018. It's a nonprofit. And it's going to be paid $458 million in one year. And that's only half of the funding. Mm. And that's a nonprofit. <laughs> Sounds like somebody needs to get into the nonprofit business if you're making half a billion dollars for a year. This place is called the Southwest Key Programs. Look that up. Anyways, an investigation done by the uh, Center for Investigative Reporting and the Texas Tribune found that the Southwest Key Programs was cited by state inspectors for more than 246 violations, including an October incident in which an employee showed up to the Texas facility while drunk. Wow, you work for a nonprofit organization. It's going to get half a billion dollars, and they've made 246 violations. You got 
people showing to work on 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 the on the facility drunk. That investigation found that serious misconduct was often overlooked by the government despite allegations of mistreatment from state inspectors at a number of facilities that have since been awarded government contracts to care for immigrant children while you're drunk. Go in there and take care of little kids. And you've had 246 violations and people showing up to work drunk, taking care of little kids. Hmm. What do you think is going to happen? When a guy shows up drunk, taking care of little kids. Mm mm mm. This is real fucked up, man. Data shows that the government awarded $1.5 billion between 2014 and 2018 to the companies facing serious allegations of child mistreatment in their shelters. In some instances, state inspectors found that the children with medical needs. Like burns, a broken wrist, and sexually transmitted diseases were not provided medical attention. How the fuck did a little kid get a sexually transmitted disease? Probably from a drunk person taking care of him, huh? Hey man, I didn't write this article. But this article is really um, a disgusting article, man. I mean, it really does. It really does make me love what I do, man. It 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 it, it it's it's hard to look at. It's hard to uh, you know absorb this knowledge. It's hard to. Uh, you know, take in all the things that um, they do to us as Chicanos, man. But that's what this podcast is for. And um, that's why I do these uh, episodes, man. I do. I give a fuck, man. I care. And I know that I'm not always rosy, perfect, peachy, uh, you know, um, you know, with the language and stuff like that. But um, the message is a message that we all need to be talking about. We all need to start doing something, man. I mean, if you're not at least thinking about it or, or spreading the news or, or man, I don't, they had like a huge march I saw in San Antonio the other day. Um, you know, we're already uh, past Martin Luther King Day, but they did it this week. I think it was Monday. And, um, it's crazy. I mean, there's a lot of people in the picture. And we need to start thinking about how we can put together, um, marches. We need to get together, um, and, and, and organize. We need to find ways to organize. We need to find ways to organize. We need to find ways to organize. And um, through this organization, uh, we're going to have to um, uh, 
we're gonna have to we're, we're gonna have to start doing things is um, we're gonna have to start getting smart um, I'm actually putting together a Facebook group right now uh, strictly for the um, listeners and um, that's that's all it's gonna be is it's just gonna be uh, you know for the the, the listeners um, it's 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 called indigenous politics um, it's a um, It's a group on Facebook I just started. If you want to become one of the first members, I'll grow it. Um, I got another group. It took me only like three months to get to almost a thousand uh, people in my group. No, not not quite a thousand, but I'm already almost at 700. And uh, it'll grow. It'll grow. It'll grow. This is. These are just the beginning. Uh, measures that I'm taking and um, you know I like what I do I'm gonna continue to do it Um, I got pretty I got pretty good pretty fast at doing it but I already have like a a a knack for this um, I believe and um, you know next year next two next three next four years I'm only gonna get um, a little bit more refined um, at doing it uh, to make it you know a better uh, show or a better episode or just bring more value Uh, you know, to the people, but I'm just, I'm only planting that seed in there because, I mean, if you like the show, man, spread it, because these kind of things, they do need to be spread, this message needs to be spread, I don't do this for my health, I don't do this to get paid, I don't do this for any of that, I just do this to spread the message, because we need to be talking about this, we need to be hearing this, we need to be getting pissed off, we need to be taking caution, we need to be putting our money somewhere that's not with people who are against us or people that are not going to give back to the community or not going to give back or not do things for us. You know, this stock market, this NASDAQ, this New York Stock Exchange, I get it. Capitalism is good as long as it doesn't destroy the community, as long as it doesn't destroy the Amazon, as long as it doesn't destroy all the natural resources, the oxygen, the water, the fish, the food, the buffalo. You know, I mean, that sounds like I'm being funny. But I'm using that as like a, as like a metaphor. What did they do when they needed to kill the Indians, or weaken them, or weaken their position? They killed the buffalo. What are they doing to the American public right now? They're killing everything healthy, and they're giving you the fucking drugs, like in the Nazi camps or in the um, prisons. They give you those drugs to keep you calm, to keep you. Um, they actually put uh, fluoride in there. It kills that little third eye. It kills your uh, pursuit to want to fight or have the uh, imagination to think outside of the box. You become a little bit more robotic. I'm not trying to get conspiracy out. That's not what I do here. Um, however, I am saying that, you know, you got to look at the big picture. And when they kill the buffalo, they controlled the Indian. They controlled the Native American. They controlled... Our people, our ancestors, our raza, our blood, our sangre, whatever you want to call yourself, man. You know, I'm getting so tired of like people getting pissed off. Call yourself whatever the fuck you want to call yourself, man. You know, here, I know what we are. We're Native Americans. We're indigenous. We're First Nations people, you know. 
And I like the political uh, uh, history of the country of Chicano. That's why I call it a Chicano podcast. Um, I'm making a new, and I am cha- I'm evolving to uh, the new episode or the new um, the new direction is to open up a little bit more broad, and um, maybe when I branch off, you know, I'll make it a little bit different. But this is where I'm at right now. And I want to say thank you for tuning in. I'm going to go ahead and bounce on out, archive this episode, and um, just say I have to watch you. Peace. Peace in the United States. And man, be cool. I have to watch you. Peace.